What's up, everybody? I'm JoJo Keys. This is Indie Music Live, episode 155. Tonight, we have Lenny from the Mayan Factor, Jared, known as Ninth Floor Mannequin, David yeah. Werba, as always, and music from Long Time No Time and Dara Ball. Stay tuned. Dave, what's up, dude? It's been a while. Is Johnny Oates coming, too? Who? Johnny mm-hmm. Oates? No, I don't know what that means. Man, we, it was a nice break, Joe. I mean, it was we went over three years uh, doing the show every week, and we've been off, I think, about six weeks or so. Oh, it's nice. It was nice, man. Says, I don't know if you guys realize there's a lot of work to do behind the scenes just for this little show. A lot. I mean, Joe does the majority of it with the organization stuff, and you know, Rob preparing all the scenes for this. So it was nice to just kind of you know sit back for a few weeks and relax over the holidays. Um. We got a new yes, writer, so- Tina Romano, just posted her reviews on the website. She's got some nice uh, opinions there with some of the music. And I'm behind. I'm, I'm going to take responsibility. I'm behind on some of the reviews. I'm going to post a few more tomorrow and Thursday. I apologize for that. Just getting caught up. That's it, man. Yeah, we got some other cool things in the works, too, that you're going to find out about uh, as soon as we know more about them. Hey, nice graphics, Rob. Rob's really... Uh, had a nice break too. So thanks to Rob for making us look good. Uh, things are really growing over the years. Like we said, we had a great year last year. We're going to try to step it up a notch. Uh, there's a little bit of a hint of a contest coming. That's all I'm going to say for now. We have a contest we're going to be working on for yes. the first half of uh, 2019. And it's going to be a lot of fun. So let's see who are we listen to first. I don't even have my notes open. I'll take a look for you, Joe. I believe that first tune is long time. No time. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Elephant. Elephant. Rob, whenever you're ready, let's check out Elephant. Long time, no time. Hey guys, this is Jonathan Vautour. I'm a singer-songwriter from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. I've been writing, recording, and playing music for nearly six years now. And so far, it's been a wild ride. I've played sold-out theaters and empty coffee shops. I've traveled far and wide and met incredible new friends. I've had my share of hard times and challenges. I've grown as a person and as an artist. And through all the ups and downs, I wouldn't change a thing. Because being a musician isn't about money or fame. It's about capturing those moments, whether good or bad, in love or brokenhearted, and nailing them to your chest so that everyone can see that they aren't the only ones that feel that way. So that we know we're not alone. This May, me and my band are hitting the road on the Rise Up TV tour. And we're going to share our message with as many people as possible. People all over the world. But we can't do it alone. Will you help us?
concern across the plains You've heard its cry, you know its name Creature from the depths of hell Death and vengeance know it well It's not so wicked and the cruel An evil man would be a fool To think he could escape its wrath But one into evil's path Elephants Elephant, what a song. There's a lot to that video. The video is uh, pretty involved there, and we didn't really get to listen to uh, most of the song, but you get the idea. Uh, so it looks like a party with an elephant or something. I don't know. Before that, it was a little promo spot for Jonathan with tour, in case you didn't catch that. Help him out with his Indiegogo campaign for his new tour. Dave. All right. Dave, elephant. Elephant. I mean, I mean, it was fun. I, I like when really talented musicians get together and just start screwing around, right? Because anyone can screw around, and make a funny video. But if there's really sharp, fine instrumentation going on in the background, it's just to me, it's funnier <laughs> because they still play their part so well, and then they're still screwing around, kind of like Fish or Tenacious D, you know, that type of flavor and everything. Um, can't recall a band that was this style of music that was really into like the comedy and the lyrics and everything, um, you know, with this big band acid jazz type of flavor to it. So this is pretty fresh, but you know, there's, it kind of falls in the vein of those comedy bands. What do you think, Jared? Um, yeah, well, honestly, I, I can't believe I'm saying it, but I think it needs to be way, not way, but definitely more aggressive. If you're going to go over the top, like fucking go over the top, you know, like I want overdrive on the vocals. I want compressed high. I want this to sound like a punk recording, like gnarly, nasty, good, interesting music. Like right now it sounds a little safe. It sounds a little bit like a school project. Like the vocals are really clean and it just sounds like a little too comedic. And like you brought up Tenacious D, like Tenacious record, Tenacious D records sound good. Like yeah, they do, they do. They're good. And he has a good voice. They have, they have really. And he's good. a great singer, and he has a great band all the time. And this is a good band. And I just think that the recording's not matching. Oh, like, dude, how you're gonna fire them up, man. You're gonna fire them up. They're gonna watch this and really like, <laughs> take this as a challenge now. Well, because like, I mean, the coloring seems safe. The 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 stillness of the camera at times seems safe. The recording seems clean, and it shouldn't be. I think it should just be totally over the top in your face. If you're going to go this route, like fucking go. Are you thinking sabotage? Remember the <laughs> sabotage video by uh, BC boys? Yeah. Yeah. Less nineties, but definitely same, same vibe, same idea, same intent. Yeah. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back six weeks break after three years, nonstop episode 155. I'm still Jojo keys. I'm a little fatter, but I'm still Jojo keys. Um, and I like how I have my little thing in the background here. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Time for featured artists. First featured artist of 2019. We're hanging out with uh, Lenny from the Mind Factor. Thank you for being here. Um, first featured artist of 2019. So that's uh, that's saying something. I'm We've honored. had around 
around 150 some featured artists over the past couple of years. So how do you feel about that? Uh, honored. Thank you so much. I like, I'm not nervous enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you shake a little bit more. No. Yeah, no. So this is the spot where I have you just kind of tell us a little bit about the mind factor and the song hope. We're going to take a snip, check out a snippet of the video and then we'll come back and get deeper with Dave. Sure. I mean, the mind factor has a long history. I only came into them recently. So hope is one of our newest ventures. Um, there's so much that we could talk about, but you know, where we came from, where they came from. But as far as hope goes, it's collaboration we did. Um, everybody goes through their stuff there, uh, you know, in life. And uh, we uh, just built this little by little and it turned into what it did. And um, it can mean whatever anybody wants. Hope means X amount of things to, you know, but uh, we tried to put a label exactly on it and just kind of what you feel from it. That's how we wrote it. Just we just kind of felt it out. And um, it means a lot to us because while we were writing it, there were so many things going on individually. So uh, it means a lot to us. And the things we've heard from, People who hear it mean so much more to us. So can't ask for anything more as a musician when people you know give you good feedback on something. Of course, of course. So we'll check out Hope. Everybody let us know what you think in the comments. Uh, and uh, Hope by the Mind Factor. We'll be right back. Every band has a unique story. I'm sure you guys have seen that with all the featured artists interviews we've done. Um, so this one's, uh, it's about sadness. It's about moving on and it's about life, really a lot of parts of life. And I just want to cover, uh, one of the big parts of the story that I read in the bio is that, uh, lead singer of this band, Ray Schuler passed away 2011. It's been about eight years, actually, almost to the day. Um, let's just touch on this part a bit, Lenny, because, uh, I mean, 
It doesn't happen that often with bands. So you want to maybe say a few words just around that time, you know, just kind of dealing with it and then moving on, regrouping, and then starting to make music together again? Well, sure. I mean, for me, it's a real interesting situation because I met the guys after all that happened and learned the story afterwards as well. We, we were friends through the music and everything through different bands. You know, the music community is so tight. Mm-hmm. And um, the internet would not let the mind factor go away. And the guys hit up my brother who was going through uh, managing different things. And they're like, you know, we want to do something maybe with this. And um, my brother put me in contact with them officially. And I heard Warflower for the first time. I was like, there's no way I could do this. This is crazy stuff, man. This is deep. This is like painful stuff. I, I don't, you know. And then mm-hmm. I started listening to the lyrics and everything. And, you know, my fiance passed away from an overdose. And I was able to kind of listen to Ray's lyrics because he had his, you know, um, issues. And suddenly I was able to kind of feel it in a, in a different way. And we started jamming together. That's how we first got together, you know, Warflower and a lot of the original songs that Ray Ray wrote. We started uh, playing together. And then eventually we decided, let's do this officially. Let's write new music and keep playing the old music, though. And that's what we've been doing now for the last couple of years. And Man, that's are, pretty heavy. I mean, were you like, were you the next lead singer? Like, was that? Yeah. And Okay. Yeah, I mean, everybody thought that was it after Ray passed. Uh, nobody really looked to keep, as far as, you know, I'm speaking for everybody. Um, but mm-hmm. it was, that was the end of the mind factor. But like I said, it, I mean, even when I first saw the YouTube hits, I was like, holy crap, these guys, wow. I, I couldn't believe that. I never heard of them even at that point because I was so involved in music and everything. So, I uh, gave it a shot and we all kind of got along really well. And uh, sometimes the pain brings you together. And we kind of started looking at it as let's carry it on for Ray. Like I'm not replacing him at, by any means. And I'll try to, I don't look like him or sound like him even. So it's just uh, the passion of the music. And I think that's really what it comes down to that passion. You know? Interesting. So you, you still kind of pay homage and play some of the old songs. Is that correct? Like when oh, you get live? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Sweet, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ray is still a part of our, even our practices and our lives. I never even met him, though. But I know him through yeah. all his people and his music. And, I, and I mean, working so many hours on his music, I feel like I know him, actually. It's it's to dive into his his lyrics and, and his guitar melodies. I mean, I, I had to work really hard to get them. Yeah, man. Stepping inside the psyche that he yeah. held in the past, man, that, that, that's pretty yeah. cool. So let's get to some more positive stuff. I mean, you talk about what was happening uh, just on social media and stuff. People were just calling out, like they wanted the music and the band to continue. I mean, yeah. how long did that go on before you guys decided it's like, all right, let's actually do this. Let's start writing new tunes and then, you know, kind of start doing shows again. I think, I think after about a year of us, you know, I was traveling at least once or twice a month to Baltimore and we would rehearse and, uh, and everything. And after maybe a year, they were like, you know, maybe we should do this. And we all kind of like, yeah, let's do this. And we wrote, you know, a song or two. And every song we wrote, it got better in terms of the way we worked together. So hope, I think, even though whispers and Ascension, we, we are behind a thousand percent, but hope we feel like we really st- are in our zone now we have where we want to go and you know we, we have a, a hold on yeah. how we work together well that's cool that's, man yeah. i mean yeah thanks for sharing that stuff i mean that's you know that could be yeah some heavy memories there but um 
but that's that's cool. I appreciate you sharing. So you said you guys play about once a month right now? At least we try to play, you know, we're really trying to get more new music out there, you know, um, but we we try to play at least, and we're working with more people right now trying to get there more on the East Coast. We're going to move more Midwest and then West too, but probably going back to Mexico in the fall. You know, Mexico City is our place. We love it out there. Oh, t- oh tell me about that, man. Oh, I, I've never, City, I've never yeah. seen a band. I've been to Mexico. I've never uh, seen a band there. Oh, goodness. Which, we... <laughs> Mexico city loves us uh, and we love them. It's, it's a beautiful place. Um, I mean, the music scene is a little difficult compared to every, if, if you know where to look, it's a really cool music scene. And and if you know who to look for, there's some really cool people out there and really, did you actually, did you, yeah. Did you actually book a show there before you even traveled there? Yeah. We played Mexico city twice already in the last year and a half, two years. Huh? Yeah. And they, they treat us so well. It's, and they love music. It's great. Interesting. Joe, have you ever, do you know anyone who's played in Mexico city, man? Um, no, <laughs> man. Yeah. That's crazy. That's, that's cool to hear. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Like I was telling you before the show, Lenny, I, I was feeling some, just some, a little Kings of Leon, just in terms of this like inspirational alt rock type of buildup in the song and how it just gets more emotional and the style I mean, you laugh. I love that. You I said you've never heard that one time. Uh, Rusted Root. Yeah, Ru- that's another great one, Joe. That's that's even better in terms of a reference. But I mean, what do you what do you usually hear in terms of feedback for your sound? Uh, I mean, it's it's mixed. It's so hard, especially at Hope. I mean, that riff is Brian. Brian comes up with these. He's a self taught guitar player, so he comes up with these <laughs> interesting riffs. And then we try to uh, evolve that. We we named the song Hope before we even wrote a single lyric to it. It was called Hope, based off what his riff sounded like sounded like hope to us, you know? And, uh, I wrote it about, you know, it was inspired by my mom's process going through ALS, which is a whole nother, you know, those lyrics are all about that awful process. So, um, you know, the, the music, it's hard to say what, what it sounds like. And yeah, it is sometimes, man. I mean, well, at least say some of your personal influences, you know, as, as a singer, just, and as a musician, who's kind of moved you in your career. Well, I, as far as guitar player, Randy Rhodes was always my you know, <laughs> nice. guitar god, yeah. Randy Rhodes, you know, of course. <laughs> and as far as uh, vocalist goes, you know, early in the days, I loved Ozzy Osbourne, of course. Jim Morrison ended up becoming a big one for me, though, too, you know. Um, but I'd say Ozzy and Jim were kind of where I, I sit in somewhere between that realm, I feel. <laughs> <laughs> nice, man. That'd be cool if they jammed together one time. That'd be oh, cool. yeah, right? <laughs> All right, man, we got to move on here. Lenny, it was awesome having you on, man. We'll have to have you back. And, you know, anytime you have new music, send it to us. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah, sure rocks. This is really cool. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, man. So, Rob, if you're ready, we're going to get to the next tune, which is Another Man by Daryl Ball. Let's do this right there. Bingo.
Another Man by Daryl Ball without Johnny Oates. Johnny Oates is not present for this one. Um, I'm sure he's probably heard that joke 10 zillion times. I apologize. Um, interesting tune. I. It sounds like a cover to me. Like it really does. Yes. Like a, a 60s or 70s cover. Just kind of like a folk rock uh, type of tune with that really deep reverb in the background that you heard really often in that era. And <laughs> I... One thing I got to say, though, here's my gripe on this stuff, because uh, we, we've heard uh, maybe a dozen tunes has, has come to us like this, Joe, where it's kind of like a folk type of vibe, but there's like an electronic drum in it, which uh, it's just a clash to me. Like with certain styles of music, if elect electronic drum, it's like, oh, man, that doesn't work. It's like just get someone to play a basic beat and have it sound natural because it just doesn't fit. So that was my issue with this one. But. Yeah, do you remember the review on this, the written well, one? Daryl Ball is part of, I think he's part of a group called Strips, which has been around for 20 years. Um, and they're from uh, Ireland or Scotland or somewhere like that. One of those two. And so um, I think it was Katie or Marty that did the review on this one. Um, but I've always, I like Strips. I like these guys, you know, they're definitely seasoned musician. This This song does sound like another song to me, but I can't place it. And I think it's an original, but I think he's just using good musical tools i guess i don't know jared what do you think i I was wanting to know you what you your thoughts on this one because you just Um, lay it down yeah the i it's it's honestly it's a good song good good style good vibe it actually had like a little believe it or not like beatles with phil collins singing kind of thing with that doubled vocals thing but um i it's Honestly, like all the good parts are in place. Those are the important things. The song, the lyrics, the the genre, the vibe, the references, that's good. It's got to be played better. Like it just needs to be performed better. The vocals are fine. You know, they're not flashy. They don't need to be diva vocals, but the band needs to be better. The recording needs to be better. The mix needs to be better. Like all the bottom layer stuff is not there, you know? Yeah, like... The other thing is the strums, the guitar strums kind of have their own rhythm. And sometimes they uh, clash yeah, a little with the beat of the, of that drum. So it's I, I think that's really where the gist of uh, some cleanup could be. So, yeah, I agree with what you said, Jerry. Yeah, it's just the bed. The bed isn't there. You know, it's not on a solid foundation. It's a good song now. But yeah. unfortunately, the, the, the vibe needs a good band. Like, you need to have this strong, you know. So speaking of Jared in bed, what have you been up to lately, man? Uh, I've been uh, recording and I'm about to release a song on Friday. I'm releasing my first single. I've released two EPs and a full length, but I'm doing a single on Friday. And then onto the stage it goes. All the stuff's got to start getting played live. So cool. Around the Philly area there or where are you now? Or I'm yeah I'm in South Jersey near Philly like ten miles right. from Philly but um I actually played like my first solo set in New York last month with cool. um, my my friend uh, I'm in another band with him but uh, he did a residency a residency up at uh wherever it was on Bowery somewhere but a uh, map room at the Bowery Electric and uh but I'm about to start doing more solo shows so I just wanted to get this one last recorded tune out and mastered and done putting it out on Friday. Then I'll start booking. 
question for you while we're on the subject, Jared, for solo mm-hmm. shows, how are you going to lay it out, man? So, I mean, you play all the instruments, so which one are you going to play live? Good question. Um, what I did for that solo show was actually ripped um, all the percussion tracks from my recording sessions because there's layers and layers and layers of percussion. There's 10, 12 tracks of just drums. So I just laid those down and just I played uh, electric piano keyboard and I just played a Wurlitzer and, you know, covered the bass lines of the left hand, played the chords to the right, the guitar parts, negligible, whatever, and just sang one vocal. I didn't leave any anything with pitch to it didn't make the tracks. So I just played keyboard and percussion tracks. But if I could play with a full band, that's ideal. If that happens, then I'm going to play drums and sing because I'm a way better drummer than keyboardist. So playing drums is second nature. I don't mind doing that. So with a full band, I'll be playing drums, singing solo. I'll be playing keyboard and playing with drum tracks. Cool, man. Sometime I may need to uh, hop down there and just play keys for you then. (laughs) (laughs) You're an actual keyboardist. I play four chords and just (laughs) fake it with a Wurlitzer. Well, if people have been watching the show for a while. Jared's Jared was on uh, within like the first thirty some episodes, and uh, he goes by the name Ninth Floor Mannequin around the interwebs, and so you can check out his music. Ninth Floor Nine, Mannequin. Nine FM and now Nine, Nine FM, FM official. Now. He told me to change it, man. Yep, <laughs> and then you changed your Twitter back. I was so disappointed, but that's yeah. okay. You know, I had to go through many a uh, many a uh, database to change all that back for you. You know, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I apologize and thank you. Well, I'm glad you're here, dude. We're going to have you on a couple more times this year. And uh, Rob, thanks for making us look hot as usual. Sitting in your little green room there. I don't know. Uh, probably some big, like, sex toy next to you. I don't know. I'm just guessing. But. <laughs> Cut his mic. Lenny, Lenny from the Mind Factor, thanks for hanging out with us tonight. Featured artist Dave, any final words before we head out tonight? No, man. I, I like the new, uh, the these subtle graphical additions here it's really cool i really yeah. like this you know just the getting away from that really you know the horizontal lower third just kind of having a little little off to the yeah, side a cool. little more uh attitude a little more personality to it i like it rob and uh just uh we're just to remind you we're gonna we're uh, changing things up we're not gonna be live all over the place anymore we're just gonna do youtube and then we're gonna post the video and the and the audio elsewhere later on Cause we want to just have everybody in one spot. So every week, every Tuesday night, we're back. We're back, baby. 10 PM Eastern time, YouTube, Indie Music Plus promo is our YouTube channel. Subscribe, hit that notification bell so you can get a notification when we go live. And uh, hopefully we're doing some more videos as well this year other than just the show. So we'll catch you next week. Thanks for watching. Peace.